0: Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you the reviews on the latest movies as well as TV shows and sometimes classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth a trip to the theater, or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes, and let's dive into the world of film and television together. On today's episode, I am talking about the new show on Peacock, the Peacock original. Twisted Metal came out this year, 2023, starring Anthony Mackie, Stephanie Beatriz, and Will Arnett, Thomas Hayden Church, Joe Sianoa, 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 Joe Sianoa. Those are some of the people on this show. The show follows a motor-mounted, outs- uh, motor-mouthed outsider offered uh, is offered a chance at a better life, but only if he can successfully deliver a mysterious package across a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Uh, you know, the game Twisted Metal is a video game that I spent a lot of time playing with my friend. Uh pl- on PlayStation. It was a heavy r- on heavy rotation. A fun game. A game that was so fun, or at least my memory of it was so fun, that when this show came out, I thought, How could they make a show based on that video game? Which is Essentially, a, a, a fighting game with cars cars that have like rockets and guns on them and you go to these different levels and you f- shoot each other and the person that survives wins and if you do that enough there's like a cut scene that gives you like some story about the character so i was interested and that's why i turned this show on decided to watch the show to see what they did. And I think they did a, an interesting job. At filling in a story to the show. I don't know how closely it is related to the show. Or to the game. I haven't played the game since I was a teenager. So decades ago. So references that may have been made in this show. Probably didn't wouldn't get. Uh, and you know. The, the vibe of it is, I think, fits. But overall, I'm not a big fan of this show. Uh, there's definitely moments I like, but overall just wasn't the most fun to watch. Uh, and yet, I'll probably still watch season two. If they get season two, from what it sounds like, this show has been very popular on Peacock. Uh, this is a show that I probably would have loved around the time I was playing the video game. If I was still a teenager... And this show came out while I was playing the game. I probably would have loved this show. It is very much like a B-movie type aesthetic. Over the top, cheesy, campy. Which I can appreciate that. But I feel it could have gone crazier in that direction. I could, I think you could have leaned into that a little bit more than it does. And that probably would have helped it out. Each episode we're kind of introduced to a new group of people that live in this world which you know post apocalyptic world each like a few of the big cities survived and walled off so people can't get in and then all the people uh, that are not welcome in those cities are in the outside including our main character the this guy the milkman played by Anthony Mackie who delivers packages from one city to another. Um, so you know interesting world building we're introduced to new groups of people that exist in this world in each episode uh, the main character john doe is his name uh one of the fun main character i like anthony mackie sweet tooth a very popular character from the game very like noticed probably one of the most iconic characters from that game and of course uh the cop kind of the three main characters and also quiet Another character, kind of the the main characters we're following in this story. But, you know, it takes a long time and it's kind of messy for what feels like setting up for a second season. Kind of introducing you to these different people, kind of giving some action moments, very few and far between action moments but it feels very much like this entire season was a prequel to the next season which seems like could be a lot more fun where it's like the the actual tournament is going to take place but you get some interesting origin stories for some of these characters like the cop for john doe for uh quiet all these different characters even even uh, sweet tooth we get a Uh, origin story which are interesting origin stories and of course you know some characters just don't survive and some do you know kind of surprising there are fun a few fun action moments particularly the very beginning the first episode and then the towards the end I don't know if it's the last episode or second to last episode there's some actual twisted metal action moments So Those were fun. There are some funny moments as well. A lot of very kind of campy B-movie cheese is in this show. And I like the main characters, but the story, like, either they could have leaned more into way over-the-top stuff, which I think they're doing a pretty good job of it, but for whatever reason, it wasn't clicking with me. Or they could have, you know, maybe ironed out the story a little bit better, uh, made me care a little bit more about the characters i think uh towards the end of the season we get the origin story or we get some more background on our main character john doe and maybe if we started with that we would knowing where he came from and kind of how he started in this world would have made me care more instead of seeing it late in the season i don't know uh and I did enjoy these characters I like quiet I like him I like their their um chemistry in this show but it just feels like I don't know I don't know it just feels like missing it feels missing it definitely feels like you know it reminded me a lot of like the shows in the 90s like the Hercules and the Xena Warrior princess shows it like reminded me of those in some in a lot of ways like kind of cheesy, not the greatest acting like low budget special effects kind of stuff um it definitely gave me that vibe that's why i would say like and i enjoyed those shows at the time i don't know how well i probably would hate those shows today but if this show came out in the 90s i probably would have loved it i probably probably would have been one of my favorite shows uh but as it is me in my 40s it, it didn't it didn't hook me as much as i had hoped i kind of hope i low bar for this show wasn't expecting much watched it more out of curiosity actors involved see how they would live action adapt this video game and you know i think uh, i'd be interested to know somebody who is more knowledgeable about the video games like maybe there there's a lot of references that are in this show that kind of make it more entertaining um but it seems like that like there there are characters definitely that I remember from the the game that are introduced but then like a lot of people die and there's also characters that haven't been introduced that were from the game so there's definitely room for more characters from the game to show up and, and things like that. I don't know. It's just it's interesting, and uh, I just don't think it it pulled it, it did enough in any specific direction that made me like it uh, a whole lot. But like I said, uh, it wasn't bad enough to where when a second season comes out, if a second season does, like I would I would hope that a second season maybe they get more of a budget, special effects, maybe more action set pieces. Uh, maybe they can get the writing nailed down a little bit better. Like, there could be a, a, a world where the second season is better. It happens with shows. Sometimes shows get more bigger budgets in the second season, especially if the first season's uh, successful. Although, these days, with all the strikes going and studios not wanting to pay money to people, uh, we'll know. We'll see, I guess. We'll see what happens. But I'd watch the second season at least... Maybe wait and listen to people's feedback of it before watching it, but regardless. Let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about... Attention Attention, all all Ray Taylor Taylor Show Show fans! fans. We're excited to announce we've just released a line of exclusive merchandise featuring original artwork inspired by the show. Our high-quality shirts and biodegradable phone cases are a perfect way to show your support for the show and make a great gift for any fan plus with each purchase you'll be helping us continue to bring you great content so don't wait head on over to Inspiredisorder.com now and check out the full collection thanks for listening and we hope you'll show your support by grabbing some ray taylor show merchandise today and now let's get back to the show i do want to talk about some spoilers get into some of the details of the show um So spoilers for Twisted Metal Season 1. If you don't want to be spoiled, this is your warning. Uh, Like I said, I was a fan of the video game. Uh, Probably one of the most played games that, you know, was in the catalog of available games to me. But I don't really remember a lot from the game, so there's probably a lot of references that I miss. And the idea of this post-apocalyptic is that computers went bad. 20 years this takes place 20 years after all the computers crashed. There was like a virus or whatever. And because everything runs on computers, society fell into an apocalypse, right? Walled, cities walled off. Criminals are on the outside with cars and guns. Uh, main character, his job driving between cities, delivering stuff uh, in exchange for, like, gas and guns and things like that. And the idea is him for him, for the story of this season, is for him to go... Deliver a package from Chicago or New Chicago to New San Francisco, which it's just all these cities' names are just the cities with New in front of it, which if New Mexico, the state New Mexico is around, maybe it's New New Mexico. I don't know. But going from New Chicago to New San Francisco, um, and his payment will be that he can live in New San Francisco, which is kind of this idea of him being able to retire to no longer be a milkman to survive to be the longest living milkman because uh, most of them do not live that long doing that job and pretty early on you get the cheesiness of it uh at one point i think the second episode he goes through vegas which that's where sweet tooth is from uh and you get to see, i i like the sweet tooth character will arnett does the voice the character is played by uh, a best professional wrestler of some sort um but i like the way he looks also the police officer officer stone we get his origin story which is kind of interesting him being the kind of one of the big bads for the season so being one of the main characters we do get to see his kind of origin story what he was doing as The apocalypse was kind of kicking off uh how he was uh, just like a mall cop kind of a guy actual police officer but not respected by anybody it's a very interesting kind of origin story for that character but it's cool to kind of see get these moments to see how it all started to see how all these characters got there uh it is kind of funny the in the world building the the police's world they like are building this wall using dams and one of them is like i don't know if he took over a dmv or the dmv was the the uh inspiration for this like torture situation where like waiting in a chair for your number to be called filling out paperwork doing eye tests these are all like torture these are used as torture to get information out of people along with waterboarding which that's kind of fun right they're trying to get the uh, john doe's connection of where he got the map which the maps are like the same quality of a map you would get at a theme park but it's the united states so it's like very undetailed map which is also kind of funny i guess there's also a convoy of, like, semi-trucks that are constantly moving, which is kind of cool. Uh, I don't understand where all the gas comes from, necessarily, if society broke down, yet they're all still able to get gas. Um, there's also, like, a moment where it gets drugged, causing them to puke, which I thought that was really funny, like, another funny moment. Uh and I do like the chemistry between John Doe and Quiet. I like the character Quiet. There's a moment where, with her and her brother, where it seems like it's after the the apocalypse started, but before it got too crazy. Where she's like, her brother's working at a fast food place, but like the owner has a, a necklace of ears. And there's, I, I don't know. It's a it's a very weird it it's it's a, a time and place that's not very well set up, where she is like a servant to some rich white lady, but and is forced to be quiet, and like had a finger cut off or something like that. I, it's just like a very weird situation that I don't understand, but I don't know. It it shows a little bit about her, but. Because of the time and place, like, it definitely feels like it has to be post-apocalyptic, but also a very just out-of-place situation scene. The soundtrack to this show is full of cheesy music from the early 2000s or late 90s, which I enjoy, like Mbop, you got Len's Steal My Sunshine, you have the Barbie song, so a lot of just kind of cheesy songs from that that time period um you have this like side story with sweet tooth going to kill the cops like he gets off on killing cops so he just like he's just gonna go to all of the police like waypoints and just kill them all which is so in some ways sweet tooth is on the same side as john doe at least as far as you know enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of a thing but and I, I enjoy the Sweet Tooth character. Could have been a main character. Seemed like he might be the big big bad guy, but it ends up being the cop. And Sweet Tooth is just like some side character throughout this thing. It is weird, the different stories that are going. There's also these lightning storms that happen that are like... They, people get struck by lightning, but it, it's more of a zany kind of effect. I don't know, but we do get the flashback uh, of different characters. We also get the scene where uh, John Doe and Quiet are stuck in the fast food place that we got her flashback from. We see them hooking up in the ball pit, which is a, a nice scene. It's like I wasn't expecting them to hook up, but there was definitely chemistry there, and I do like them together. As far as where that goes especially at the end where they get separated and then him wanting to go it just like i don't know so many aspects of this feel clunky feel out of place they just don't feel like they fit together the origin story for sweet tooth is crazy like i liked the sweet tooth character until i saw the origin story where he's like on a sitcom And he's jealous that the dog on the sitcom is getting more attention than him. So he kills the dog while during a taping. Just instantly makes me hate the character. But it felt so out of nowhere. It's like, I don't know, man. Just so many aspects of this show are just like baffling. There is the... In the background, we never really get to know much about feels like setting up more for the second season the whole calypso character which i vaguely remember being a part of the game as like the kind of orchestrator of the the game the reason why twisted metal the game why cars are fighting each other is because of calypso but he's kind of like the voice over the speaker system when uh when john doe gets collects the package in chicago is take a quick break from this episode because I want to promote Are you looking for a way to take your love of the Ray Taylor show to the next level? Look no further than Inspired Disorder Plus. As a member, you'll get access to a whole host of amazing perks, including the full week of shows ad-free in both audio and video versions, a live painting archive, early access to the many faces, members-only discounts and deals, a podcast back catalog with over 600 episodes. But that's not all. As a member, you'll get access to my personal blog as well as my creative writing you will also get the chance to ask me anything you want with all of these benefits and more inspired disorder plus is a must have for any fan of the ray taylor show so don't wait go sign up now head on over to inspired and start enjoying all of the amazing perks of the membership and now let's get back to the show There's the Milkman bar, which I think is fun. I think there's a lot of references to characters in the video game in that scene. But then so many of them die. It's like a weird scene. There's also in that scene, there's the bartender breaks a watermelon with his dick, which is like just so many things that just feel so out of place and just don't make any sense. And there's also a scene where, like, these holy men, which is one of the many groups we find out about, the leader of the holy men, wants to fuck. Like, they steal John Doe's car, and he wants to have sex with the car? That was probably the 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 straw that broke the camel's back for me as far as, like, what are we doing? Like, it... it I, On some level, it has that B-movie feel. I just recently watched all the Class of Newcomb High movies that are part of Troma Entertainment. And in many ways, this show kind of feels like that. Like just wacky, out-of-nowhere, random things. And... I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't in the vibe of this show, but that moment where he wants to have sex with the car is like, what is going on? What is even going on right now? I just stopped caring. There's like just extremely wacky stuff, which I get like if they're going to do that, they kind of leaned into it. I don't know. It just it would have been cool if. It had just made a little bit more sense, I guess. I don't know. And there, the whole idea, the aesthetic of these holy men is that they're like stupid bikers that are totally into S and M. They they're totally into being the like dominated, which is also very weird. I don't know. It's like such a weird, unique, like specific niche of people that somehow. I'll get like you, like, not only do you have to be, want to be dominated, right? You're the submissive, stupid bikers. Like, that's a very specific category. The final battle, finally, we get a twisted metal moment, but felt very underwhelming. Like, despite it being there, I don't know, just too little, too late. It just wasn't, it didn't feel epic in any way if like the battle itself kind of was quick i don't know and the whole idea that he was assuming that when he delivered the package to new san francisco that they would also allow quiet to go with him i felt was pretty ridiculous i assumed that that was going to happen unless he makes arrangements before that was never the agreed upon deal so when that happens I think it's supposed to be more surprising but I do like that that turns her into kind of a Robin Hood type of a character that would have been interesting if that had happened way earlier in the show but to have that at the the final episode where all of a sudden this thing turned into something else And then him wanting to go out, and that's where we find out that the whole reason she wanted him to deliver ice cream, which is the dumbest thing, was to have him drive for them in this tournament. Which if they wanted to do, like, they could have let her in. If they're trying to make him, like, schmooze him up to be the driver, then why wouldn't they want to let her in as well? Like, they, it seemed like they wanted to do everything except for they had a very hard line of how they wanted to do everything. Which is, I don't know. Just so much stuff. was like, what is going on? And she also meets John's sister. Apparently John's sister out in the world. She meets her. I don't know. I, I'm kind of... Weirdly hopeful for a season two just because it I hope that that I don't know I don't know what i'm do- why though i I shouldn't there's no there's nothing about this show that makes me feel confident that they're able gonna be able to pull anything together that is gonna be meaningful in any way other than maybe having a lot more car fight scenes kind of lean into the fact that this is a twisted metal show versus all of these random stories from everybody anyway it's very messy very long way to that feels basically like a setup for season two a lot of backstories to characters that don't even survive uh time spent with characters that don't live Um, but it did make me want to play the game again and i actually got a handheld emulator uh, that has like all the retro games on it, including Twisted Metal. You can play like PlayStation games and and back. Um, so, yeah, I guess it, it as a commercial <laughs> for me to spend money on a, a emulator a, emulating system so I can play Twisted Metal again. Uh, so maybe when I, if I play the game, which I haven't played. I, I played like one round. I'm like, oh, I don't remember. It's sucking this bad, uh, so I don't know how much I'm gonna get into the game. But maybe it will make me like this more. There's other games that I'm happy that are on there that I can play, and I can download other emulate game ROMs or whatever. But maybe there'll be references that will make me appreciate it more. Uh, but I did want to like the show. I liked, you know, I liked a lot of aspects of it. Like there were aspects I liked, but ultimately, you know, I didn't like it. Despite the fact that I'll still probably watch season two. If there is a season two. We'll see. Uh, but I want to thank you all for tuning into this episode of The Ray Taylor Show. I hope you enjoyed my thoughts on season one of Twisted Metal. Don't forget to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for more movie and TV show reviews. And join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform. Or over on YouTube.com slash Inspired Disorder. Where you can watch all of these episodes as well. Until next time. Enjoy the show.